rolling. Let's go then. <laughs> Let's do the show in list format. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'm all flat. So it's good to be. I think that would be insensitive. It's good to see you, Joe Susie, right? Well, Rook knew a guy who talked like that. Jimmy Woods. <laughs> yes, I want a cheeseburger and a Sprite, please. We go down to the club bar on uh, Randolph and Cleveland. And he would, uh, he'd go up there and. Is this uh, being captured? He he would. My brother Paul the was club the bar. I know who owned that. Yeah, it was a three two joint. Wasn't it Joe's buddy of mine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Jimmy Woods, he had a uh, <laughs> he had really thick feet, and he would go around. He'd run into Vogels with his dad, and Paul would say, "How's your How's your dad doing? Well, he's not alive anymore. He's gone now. So that's just what it is. Can I get my slicker bar now?" He was a legitimate dude. He would be walking around Highland Park, and uh, is he still around? Um, I haven't seen him forever, so I know his dad is gone. But when he walked, he was I one of those that. tiptoe walkers. Oh yeah, you know where they're kind That'll of happen. Yep, yep. kind of up and ready to go. Frataloni's Park. Yes, sir. Frataloni's. Uh, Jimmy Woods. <laughs> haven't seen him in a while. Yes. Good guys, this Jimmy Woods. Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast. We haven't offended you yet. Just buckle up. Right. Yeah, if you see Jimmy, have <laughs> Number 1039, March 20. Is it the 20th? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. First 20, day of summer. 2023, 66 degrees was the record high on this day. That was in 1938. Oh so those that long string of uh, high 70s in 2012 uh, oh. ended, huh? Nine below on this day in 1965. Oh, sorry. It's all right. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushiro. The interest in or fascination with extraterrestrial beings or life has gone from the point of you're an absolute pathetic crackpot, if you even <laughs> acknowledge it, such yep, a thing, yep. to, to the point where I'm now enthusiastically hoping and wishing for their arrival. And I'm not being facetious. We need a large extraterrestrial manifestation to hover hover over Earth and, and somebody in there get on a megaphone and say, you people are screwing it up. You're crazy. You're nuts. Everything you're doing is backwards. What the hell's wrong with you people? And that would shake some of these people to their core. Coming Dear soon. people of Earth, what <laughs> the F is wrong with you? Hilarious. Get your S together or we'll take care of the problem for you. That's right. Got it? Damn. That's right. Coming wow. to the state of Minnesota, the new alien tax. <laughs> I, 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 I know I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. We're surrounded by mental illness. That it's that uh, that that is of its own making, which I think is distinct from people truly suffering from 
mental illness for which they've had no hand in creating. I'm talking about man-made mental illness. Okay. So, so much like man-made climate change. Point of privilege BS mm-hmm. is what it is. Mm-hmm. That big ship could hover there and freak people out and and have people and 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 the guy on the megaphone and say you have to recover your senses you you people have you've all jumped the shark you're all crazy we have a professor in the failed academy at loyola uh, is loyola a jesuit school i believe so i'll confirm that you have a you have a a, pro- a professor at Loyola University. I, if it's the Loyola in Chicago, uh, I'm quite familiar with the school. Uh, she's claiming that organized pantries and kitchens are rooted in racist and sexist social structures. Hmm. And that she's dis- she's defined a trend that she's calling pantry porn. Oh. In which people show off their neatly aligned glass spice jars tagged with printed labels and wicker baskets filled with packages of pasta, crackers, and snacks. And she thinks this has become a status symbol for white women. Wow. <laughs> is a private Jesuit research university in it's Chicago. It's in Chicago. That's all I need to know. This is, this is Loyola. Yeah. This isn't a box top of Wheaties school. This right, is right. Loyola. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> Uh, they have an associate professor there named Jenna Drenton. She wrote an op-ed for the website called The Conversation, in which she reacted to what she calls pantry porn, a phenomenon where obsessively organized kitchens have become a new status symbol on on social media. She said, I've noticed an uptick. That gets foghorned. I've noticed an uptick in glamorized, stylized, and fully stocked pantries on TikTok and Instagram, giving rise to a content <laughs> genre I dub pantry porn, Drenton wrote. Is there one more page for you, Drenton? Yeah. The professor also suggested that white minimalist concepts mean less is more. The new minimalism means more is more as long as the more is not messy. Huh? Consumers don't need less. They need more. More containers, more labels, more storage, she said. Drenton also claimed that pantry porn sets the aspirational standard for becoming an ideal mom, ideal wife, and an and ideal woman. Uh, it's the promise of making daily domestic work easier. So my Tupperware should be in with my peanut butter <laughs> and the pots and pans in the freezer and uh, the pickles. Where do I put the pickles? How dark is your mind to come up with that? It's is dark. It has to be. It's, it's, is so it dark what, or what is it a, conniving? What if, a, what if a black woman also has a neat, organized kitchen? Well... Mm. You just got How lucky? dark is your mind to introduce these notions? Well, Which is why I want the extraterrestrial manifestation to to come down and save us. God could save us, but he's busy. Uh, 
got some stuff going on. So somebody come down and say, you people are, are nuts. You've, you've lost it. You're all so spoiled. You have nothing to do except come up with this BS like neat pantries are, are racist. <laughs> this is just the continuation of them trying to kill the American dream and the American way of life. You're right. You're right. But a pantry... Do you think they're? Do you think this this gal is trying to outdo the gal from our own um, U of M, who said if you get a good night of sleep, you're racist? Yeah, basically, right. she didn't say it. it wasn't those words, but that's what she inferred. I miss this, and I'm not being uh, smart aleck when I say I missed it because I don't read generally. Uh, well, hell, I don't read 99% of the Star Tribune's main editorials. Oh, I never. You, no, you, you have to do you, For your own mental health, you have to ignore well, they're, it. And the reason I don't is because they're just terribly benign or they're about, uh, they're terribly predictable. and Or propaganda. Yeah, and, and, but I, so I did not read the one, and I missed this and was alerted to it by an emailer. I missed this last Sunday, a week ago yesterday, when they eulogized in, a, uh, in their play editorial, Bud Grant. Okay. Uh, did anyone read it? Did John read last no. Sunday? I, I, I read no. it since you mentioned it yeah, 15 Kenny, you didn't ago. read it last no. Sunday. Uh, Chris, no. nope. uh, Matt? I did not. No, either did I. Uh, and, of course, Bud had died the previous Saturday. He died, what, March 10th. And uh, and as Royce pointed out, Bud conveniently enough died early in the morning Saturday, so everybody could write about him for Sunday. <laughs> and he was right. It was great. And, and it's a it's a fairly uh, praiseworthy editorial. Bud Grant colon a North Country icon, and they even say if Minnesota had its own Mount Rushmore, the storied Vikings coach would be on it, and the authors are by the editorial board. And I thought, what does the emailer want me to see? Uh, Well, we learned that outside of football, people disliked Grant, some people disliked Grant, for his lifelong love and advocacy for hunting. Uh, So we we have to throw that in there. Is that that true? Well, he was a lifelong hunter. No, that I know. And but the Star Tribune is apologizing for that to the people who are offended by his use of a weapon. A firearm. Yeah, he was oh, an unapologetic okay. sportsman. Another way it was manifested was in his support for conservation. Uh, and then they get him for uh, speaking against a settlement over Native American hunting and treaty rights when he went to Remember bat that? for the walleye on Mille Lacs saying, why can't we all catch them? Remember that dust yes. up from years sure. ago? Yeah. So that was the first uh, wrinkle in this uh, otherwise uh, nice eulogy. But then you get down to this. Uh, uh, let's see. But times change. And another thing about Grant's visage, visage is vision, is that it was white. Oh, for God. So wow. we're, we're getting him for being a white guy now. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. These anonymous... But I'm going to mention it anyway. We're going to stick it in here. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It seems egregious to even bring up. Then why uh-huh. do Then you? why? Exactly. Then why yeah. are you? And you know perfectly well why you are, because you have no spines. It seems egregious to even bring up, except that it's 
representative of the era in which he lived and of the complicated evolution of racial balance taking place in current times, both in society at large and in professional football specifically. Uh, Though current Viking general manager Queasy Adolfo Mensa praised Grant on Saturday for being ahead of his time for commitment to diversity, the Vikings did not hire their first black assistant coach until after his tenure. Well, I got news for you, Star Tribune. Not many NFL teams did. But this is the same reason the Euphorians are managing to tear down statues and everything. They want to rewrite history and don't accept the times. They don't accept what the current times were. Then the Star Tribune notes the makeup of the region is changing too. And now we're going to go all the way back to early European settlers. With their connections to pioneer times, are now joined by diasporas from Africa, Latin America, and Asia. So we're supposed to stuff Grant in a compartment and shove him backwards as part of what was wrong with European settlement. <laughs> you know, a couple, uh, a little bit ago, Joe, you had asked, "Where do we fit in? Where do you know?" Isn't Bud Grant almost untouchable with stuff like this? Not to not to but these not to fools. this people and no. these fools. But here, I'm I'm puzzled as to what they want me to understand. They write, "This is one of those times when it's neither an exaggeration nor a trifle to declare that an era has ended." Huh? So. <sighs> The editorial board members are David Banks, Jill Burkham, Scott Gillespie, Denise Johnson, Patricia Lopez, John Rash, and D.J. Tice. Star Tribune opinion staff members Maggie Kelly and Alina Newsel also contribute, and Star Tribune publisher and CEO Michael J. Klingensmith serves as an advisor to the board. Uh, okay, they don't. They really don't have that at the end of every editorial, I don't think. Maybe they do. But in other words, this is one of those times when it's neither an exaggeration nor a trifle to declare that an era has ended. So really what they're doing is saying, okay, it was fun that we had Bud Grant, uh, but he was white and that era has ended. Uh, the whites we can acknowledge from here on out, the wow. white men that can earn our praise, had best not hunt had best not dare say that the natural resources of Lake Lake Malak should be open to everybody, and the whites that we might honor from here on out sure as hell better be overwhelmed by black assistant coaches and executives. Okay. I can't get there. It's mental illness as far as I'm concerned. It's just mental illness. and you. But you, it's also another example, Joe, of... Really, really, really working hard to get offended. You really had to work at this to come <laughs> up with the to to come up with the idea that his vision was white. Well, he was a white guy coaching football. Where what his roster was at least fifty percent. With the exception of Alan Page, whose black players loved him. Well, they all did, yeah. But, but believe in Allen, except did for a while, <laughs> until he didn't. Until he did. <laughs> Look at what he did. <laughs> Look at what Bud did. If you want to go deep down, he expected all of his players. He had the same expectations, white or black. If you were white or black, you had to stand for the national anthem. You had to wear black shoes. You had to hold your helmet this way. 
He didn't cut anybody. Oh, you don't you don't feel like it? Okay, you don't have to. Nope. I this is what my expectations of all of you guys are. Now let's go. Let's see if I can phrase this correctly. The need to frame your alarm, the alarm being that Bud Grant was right. The need to frame that institutionally, which you've done through the editorial, suggests, now I need help, suggests what? You needed to frame institutionally your awareness that you dreamed up out of whole cloth. It had nothing to do with anything except your own need to frame this. Suggests your own man-made mental illness, but it also suggests that your institution is capricious. Your, your institution is arbitrary as it addresses truth. Ah, getting closer. Your institution will, will make the truth malleable to reflect Hey, Rook. No. Let's let it bleep that let's, words. Let's, let's dial that one back. Yeah. Whichever way the left-wing wind is blowing. Is malleable. What the does that mean? <laughs> malleable. No, I was on to it. You, you are painting your institution not as a trustworthy keeper of fact and truth. You are representing your institution as having the ability to be whatever it wants to be, relatively speaking. Well, that's a, just a complicated okay. way of saying you're the left wing's puppet. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't, isn't preaching the left wing mantra? Isn't capricious the team that the Gopher hockey team's playing on Thursday? No, that's canacious. Oh, canacious. Got it. Capricious. Well, what is the the professor at Loyola, if nothing but someone who is saying? Loyola is not a factual, truth-based institution. It's full of whimsical people like me who can tell you that I view the institution as being completely malleable to my view of life, which is my current view is that white women who organize their kitchens are racist. Ah. Now, the Star Tribune did not call Bud Grant a racist. They did everything but that. Right. They danced around it. Which is laughable. It's completely laughable. Well, I'm glad I was alerted to that. I had, well, I'm not glad because now I feel... Isn't that, doesn't that though go to show you? Because you got it from one emailer, right? How how little GLers pay attention to the Star Tribune editorial board. There was also a letter to the editor um, over the weekend regarding that. Pushing back. Does does, uh, Jenna from Loyola say anything about a well-organized shop? Am I am I off the hook there? No, I think that would be indicative of some sort of white affectation that you have the time and the privilege to organize your shop. Uh, I thought it was actually mental illness on my part that yeah. I, I can't stand be, having a mess, a messy shop. <laughs> it's compounded too, Kenny, by the the tire burning that adds to it. Right, <laughs> GLers, I want you to go to uh, the Mueller Memorial website. 
Mueller's are a friend of mine. I know them all my life. And uh, get a hold of Scott's book, What to Know Before You Go, because it's written in a style that will provide you comfort. And the key message is uh, he's going to think about funeral planning for you and you don't have to. It's It can be frightening and intimidating, but he has devoted his life to making it not frightening and intimidating. They really, really have a different way of, of looking at this. And uh, it's not a pleasant task. Got to do it. But you got to admire a group that tries to make it as pleasant as possible. And uh, this is what the Mueller people do. I've, I've, uh, I've parked a couple with Mueller. Okay. Park the old yeah. man. That's how, they, that's how they call it. Park and the mother. Park. Well, you park them. You know, what are you going to do? And I've known these people a long time, and that's, it's, he's not going to be upset that I saved that. They've been doing this for 75 years, more than three generations. They take care of the difficult details, and they'll help you create the perfect event to honor your loved one and bring families together to celebrate a well-lived life. Go to MuellerMemorial.com. MuellerMemorial.com and check out Scott Mueller's book, What to Know Before You Go. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here with just a simple question for you. Are you feeling like it's harder to get in shape or and maybe even stay in shape? Well, guess what? I've got something for you. We've got a brand new sponsor to the Garage Logic podcast, Nugenics Total Tea. And guess what? They're offering a complimentary bottle when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. I got to tell you, I started taking this a couple of weeks ago. My goodness, does it work. You know, I'm in my 40s now, but I want to stay active, especially with two young kids. And of course, she's looking at me and getting tired of the dad bod feeling that I have. I'm telling you what, try Nugenics Total Tea. You know, for some time now, I've been feeling a little less like my old self, and I haven't had as much time to work out, but I wanted the energy and the body that I once had. And I'm telling you, Nugenics Total Tea really helped me feel revived. Hey, it's not your fault. As you age, your body loses free testosterone, the man hormone, you know? It happens to every guy, and it can make it more difficult to stay in shape and be energetic and active. Remember when winning felt easy? Well, that's because when you were younger, you were at the peak of your testosterone production. What some have called the winner's hormone or the man hormone, wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge again and that old swagger back in your step? If you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging, Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testofin will help you turn back the clock. It's going to re-energize your workouts and it's going to get you better results at the gym and help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. So try it right now. Get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermal, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. That's 231-231 and make sure you enter the keyword garage. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Moon Motorsports celebrating 52 years as a family-owned and operated multi-line dealer in Monticello, bringing us the very best in outdoor fun and hilarity. Now that spring is here, we're going to talk about snow and not about the snow melting. We're going to actually talk about next winter and the current Polaris snow check. Now's that special time when you can reserve your 2024 Polaris Dream Sled. The snow check process, super easy. Just call Moon today, get started, choose your model, the color, all the options, 
And uh, yeah, you know what? Nothing more fun than shopping for a brand new sled. And since we're talking snow, Moon has all of their snow gear and apparel on sale right now. Save up to 30% on that gear that you've been waiting to buy. Good good decision waiting. Now is the time when you benefit. Moon Motorsports is our Polaris, Skidoo, Honda, Yamaha, Can-Am, and all the Euro brand motorcycles. Located in Monticello and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. You know what else was in that in editorial was the intimation of anti-masculinity. Oh, sure. Because what, yeah. what they're really saying is... Uh, this won't happen again, uh, whatever words they use. The, the Bud was truly the last of a kind. Oh, toxic male. Yeah, meaning he was the crew-cutted, uh, all-American boy who loved to take his gun out into the woods and shoot animals. That's not going to happen again because we uh, we we prefer a, a demasculinized society and uh, on and on and on. <laughs> I, I, I just soon end that. For, right. so, for some reason, when you're saying that, I can't help but think about our GLer with the snowblower and the hippie neighbors across the street Yeah, with the electric car yeah, and the electric snowblower and all of that. Yeah. He's the version of a, of a toxic male that every Everybody hates right. until until they need them. Until right. yes, yes. Another reason to distrust newspapers. Okay. Well, I can give you many examples. Yeah, yeah you're in the business. Uh, I was alerted to the idea that the newspaper USA Today is apparently named a Woman of the Year oh. uh, for each state in March. I, I don't know if it was for the month of March. No, but I mean, that seems like an odd time of the year to be doing the woman of the well, year. It was just woman's national woman's. Oh, good call. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're something right. like that. You're right. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Well, John, you'll have to verify this. Mm -hmm. in, in any event, they came up with somebody for Minnesota who isn't even a woman. Oh. <laughs> they came up with Lee Finky, the hey. legislator who only... Now... You better find out, uh, was yeah, Lee Finky the woman of the year in the country or just Minnesota's woman of the year? Yeah, this is just a list. Uh, USA Today names 2023 women of the year, oh. and uh, it's a list with no, there's no one, two, three, four, five. Okay, you know what I mean? okay. Yeah. You know who we should have named is who's the one that was stealing all the luggage? That should have been the woman of the oh, year. Oh, yeah, that fruitcake <laughs> to, for the Biden yeah, minister. Yeah, that should well, have that, been the woman that, of the year. He probably got a nomination. Oh, yeah. It is National Woman's Month, right. by the way. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Then that makes sense. She's made a significant impact in her community and across the country. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, we don't know that. <laughs> Do you have the whole well, list yeah, of yeah, all I the people? Don't. I don't. Because oh, I'd well, be interested to yeah. know if this went on in every single state. Exactly. I want to know the percentage, the ratio. Well, you'd have to have your newsman look that up because many, I'm, uh, I'm looking right now. I'm how many women detained? How many were f former no, men? They, they appear to all be women. In fact, Goldie Hawn is one. Strangely enough, uh, Michelle Obama, Sandra Day O'Connor, Cheryl Lee Ralph, Grace Young. Well, a better way to put it is: did did anyone with common sense get 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 a nomination? Did a GLer win? There you go. Is there a CI girl anywhere in the mix? Probably don't. Probably not. I, I don't know. The Probably odds are not. not in your favor. 
I had a mole say, you know, there are, there's no other women in Minnesota who are leaders. I mean, Mary Jo Copeland comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, well, you couldn't come up with anybody except this goofball? Yeah, there's got to be others that are doing the work. Mary Jo is no longer with us, right? Yes, she is. She's yeah, still, she's still is she? I thought doing the Lord's work without the government help. Sorry, Mary Jo, I didn't mean to kill you off. She's made uh, <laughs> she's made our show before. A gal named uh, what the hell's her name? Mandy Jung, J U N G. Maybe it's Jung. Mandy Jung. Mandy Young. Jung, and Fox Young. Fox News uh, reporting uh, gets it wrong. She's not a Minneapolis science teacher. She teaches at Highland Park Middle School in St. Paul. She's come up on this show before. She is very proud and very active in her uh, belief that teaching should be anti-capitalist. And uh, she, she praises the idea of having no respect for authority. And she's in the St. Paul Public Schools. And at she, Highland, they need that. She, po- she dresses, remember Axel and his dog? Yes. She looks like sure. Axel. She's got the stripe <laughs> deal going, and, the, and she's got that whole Axel look going with the cover on. So it. she's setting up these students for with everything they need to fail in life, then? No, not according to her. She goes on TikTok, and she espouses anti-capitalist and anarchist philosophies. Anachronism, I'm sorry, anarchism is skeptical of all justifications for authority and seeks to abolish systems like capitalism and she's all for that my students this year have no respect for authority she said and i love that in a person because i have no respect for authority whatsoever but it has been a frustrating year because i am the authority so i'm like damn the man i am the man hmm? huh <laughs> mm, you gotcha. tell me jung Recommends bringing anti-capitalist messages into the classroom, such as a Marxist political cartoon, which stated, capitalism, we rule you, we fool you, we shoot at you, we eat for you. Uh, Okay. I guess the kids love this, huh? It's probably good for the kids. Uh, She believes that uh, this prepares the kids to enter the workforce. Wow. And to learn about nature. And she believes, this is why she came up before. Remember, she believes that cell biology is part of capitalist indoctrination. Cell biology? Yeah, she believes that, uh, that classic cell biology, a biology teacher, uh, is somehow part of capitalist indoctrination. And, and so she, uh, she sounds like a creative uh, character. She, can, she claims that she can, you know, seventh grade science is the year you learn that the Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, and this is cell biology. So at the end of the unit, I have students take a test, and one of the questions is, a person says the nucleus is the most important organelle in the cell. Do you agree or disagree, and why? And every child says, yes, I agree, but because without a boss, the cell would be in total chaos. And then she said, that cracks me up, and went on to claim that microscopic bacteria are the original anarchists. All right, they're out of control now. How do we control them? Wow. What a weirdo. The district released a statement to Fox News Digital which said, as a general rule, 
public employees as citizens have the right to personally comment on matters of public importance without restriction or reprisal from their employer. Yeah, this is the same bunch of liars that uh, punish teachers if they speak out about how poorly the school is run. <laughs> God exactly. Almighty. You people exactly. are utter failures. So they, they're free to teach curriculum? Spaceship, please come down. <laughs> so so they're, they're free to teach curriculum that's wrong? I think what the district that's is not saying. That we, we, I think what the district is saying is that she's entitled to whatever she wants to put on TikTok and Instagram and whatever. We have no say over that. And presumably they find her uh, teaching in the classroom must be uh, satisfactory to whatever lousy standards they have, and she must meet those standards. Uh, she sounds like she's a creative. It's a shame she's so stupid because she's so smart. Right. And this is where Reavers should be chiming in and saying, are you surprised that enrollment is dropping? Yeah. I mean, are we are we sending that check to the U of M, by the way? Aren't they getting a hundred mil? Or well, you got to get mil? more money because they don't have any money coming in because they've managed oh, to screw it up. Oh, so we don't have to maintain a budget that directly reflects the well, amount of money we take in. How about this? How about this? Let me see if I can find it. Don't we have Ray of Hope anymore? I do right here. Well, where in the hell is it? Here's Ray of Hope. There you go. Right found there. Oh, out in uh, Fargo sent me this. This is from the Maddock, North Dakota shop teacher. He's now 75 years old. And these are his 10 rules for class. These are Wald's rules. Okay. Be on time in the room when the bell rings. Do you think think this junk chick would go for this? No. Be prepared. Something to write with. Complaints were handled yesterday. (laughs) That's a good one. Do your work. (laughs) Classroom and shop. Listen. Don't talk over others. Number six. No talking when the teacher is talking. Number seven. Keep your area clean. Classroom and shop. That'd be just white supremacy, though, wouldn't it? Really wouldn't that straight be racist up. to really have that organized? You know, he the man. Yeah. yeah. Eight. Respect others in property. Nine. Do the best you can every day. Number ten. Do well. Have integrity. Take advantage of opportunities given to you. Yeah. That's racist. Okay. Wald. Okay. Okay, you Whitey. Old, you old acronist. What was his name? Wald or Whitey? Acronistic guy. Wald. Oh, w A L D. Okay. That sounds like something you would encapsulate and then hang up on the uh, bulletin board there in your office and force all of us to live by those rules. <laughs> well, you live closer to those rules than you do this TikTok fruitcake at Highland Park. Uh, anti-capitalism thing. Can we go back to that? I, I motioned that going forward you do continue to refer to it as TikTok. Yeah, like like you did earlier. Yeah. None of us said anything, but we all smiled. But I love it. I think you should just call it Tic Tac from now on. Tic Tac is for your mouth. Tic Tac is for your brain. Mindy J- Mindy Jung, and, and every photo of her shows a new look. She likes to experiment with her with her looks. She's you know she like the ones like Axel Axel and his dog. Oh, yeah, there, yeah. You know? yeah. And then she's got the. She's got that kind of look going, huh? Kind of smoky. I've seen that last name. I've seen that last name. Then you got this look going. Young, Joe. Yeah, whatever. Andy Young with Tic Tac. (laughs) And she's got a breakdown. She's got a diagram of us. You know what? She probably knows her stuff and and just decided to freak out at one point. She went nuts. uh, Samer theory. She got the Samer theory. Samer theory. Yeah. Well, that's great. Now, she hates authority. Does she 
Do most people stop at red lights? Not in this city. They're pretty much optional. Do they pay for when they go to the drugstore to get a prescription? Do they pay for it? I don't know. Now you just steal it from Walgreens, which I don't advocate. I was just making a joke. Everywhere I look, the Department of Veteran Affairs. Come on, spaceship. Come on, man. The Department of Veterans Affairs has officially changed its mission statement, dropping a quote from Abraham Lincoln because it used male male pronouns and was viewed as excluding women. On Thursday, the VA announced that its new motto is to fulfill President Lincoln's promise to care for those who have served in our nation's military and for their families, caregivers, and survivors. Okay. The new statement replaces the original 1959 mission statement, which featured a quote from Lincoln's second inaugural address delivered in 1865. That quote was, To care for him who shall have borne the battle and for his widow and his orphan. So maybe this isn't as bad as I think. Maybe they're just updating it to include the fact that women serve. Um... I wonder who was offended. I wonder who saw this and said, we need to change this. Well, in a news release, the VA indicated that Lincoln's words were insufficient because they did not include women veterans as well as veteran families, caregivers, and survivors. The news statement was crafted in consultation with roughly 30,000 veterans who were surveyed, a diverse group that included men and women of every age group, LGBT plus QI minus 2EVWXYP veterans, and white, black, Latino, Asian, and Native American veterans. Okay. I'm not going to bitch. What the okay. hell? It's just Abraham Lincoln. Let, let me, <laughs> you, I, I need your help here. We're going to have to change the first paragraph of the Gettysburg Address. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers, you got a problem there, mm-hmm. brought forth on the continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men, men. are created equal. Hum- so, human men. So we've people. got to get rid of fathers. We've got to get rid of men. Kenny, I guarantee you that people are already on that. Absolutely. I guarantee it. Absolutely. So then we could no longer call our founding fathers... Fathers. No, it ain't be the founding people. Birthers. No. No, the mothers are the birthers. The people that supply the birth thing. (laughs) The hell am I talking about? Audio corner. Everywhere you look, this country is insane. Absolutely insane. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) where to go from here you know the newspapers are particularly ripe for ridicule today (laughs) yes the play story in yesterday's pioneer press the main story yep what will future winters look like subhead predictions of more frequent heavy wet snow make city consider plow and treatment needs uh and we get quotes from experts Our winter precipitation has been going up, said Kenny Blumenfeld, a senior state climatologist uh, with the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources. We're having a year with a lot of precipitation and average to above average for temperatures. Even though this trend is going to continue, we're still going to have some old-fashioned winters. Maybe not as frequently as they used to be. Come on. 
really, what's an old-fashioned winter? How is an old-fashioned winter <laughs> Wait, different than this I winter? Know, with a cherry. Little two cubes. Are these, yeah, you know, sprinkle. I mean, Blumenfeld, <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't contest him. He's a meteorologist, but... What are you, Ken? Uh, are you clinging to the golden book your mom must have read to you while giant, beautiful snowflakes just fluttered down outside the window and the and the snowman that your dad built had a carrot for a nose? That's, that's what, right. what is wrong with you that's people? That's right. The, the, the snow and the blizzards, the big ones we remember as kids, um, our parents remember as being absolute nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> what is an old-fashioned winter? There is right. no such thing. Winter's winter. You mentioned this before the show, so now I'm curious. Do you think that they did this to poke the needle at St. Paul, like get your S together and Hell get this? No. Okay. I was trying to throw the pioneer no. press a bone. But the most important thing I took from this is, and the whole story is like that. We're getting, it's colder and it's wetter and some days it's warmer. And it's, uh, if you read the comments to the story. Yep. You realize just how universally people are on to this scam. There wasn't one commenter who said, oh, yeah, I'm frightened. I hope we get more plows, and this is really bad. No, they're all, all the comments were of, uh, of uh, the nature of, uh, come on, people. How long are you going to keep pulling our <laughs> but leg But then like this? why does one political class keep using this as a rallying cry? But it's a great question. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You want these people involved with your with your life after you're gone? Absolutely. Now, you want Eckberg Lammers to put together an estate plan, and I'll tell you why. Uh, because if you don't, uh, the courts will become involved. Taxes will become involved. Your wishes won't be controlled. Eckberg Lammers has been uh, creating estate plans for people for more than 70 years. It's a great, well-known law firm. Uh, it look, you're going to pass on, and when you do, you want to leave behind a document that ensures your family is taken care of and your assets are protected according to your wishes. Mm-hmm. I don't care how old you are. Yeah. I don't care how much you have. Yeah. I don't care how much you intend to disperse among your family. It has to be legal and organized. Maybe you've got family property in dispute. Throw that in the estate plan. They'll take care of it. It's Eckberg Lammers. Snowbirds, you got tax questions? Eckberg Lammers will take care of it. Call Eckberg Lammers for your estate planning needs at 651 651- Four three nine two eight seven eight, or visit Eckberg Lammers at EckbergLammers.com. Everyone is going mad in March trying to narrow the field down to 16. Ricey here for the Canopy Group, and they have the Savory 16. The Canopy Group has 16 different insurance companies giving them options to provide you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. The difference is at the Canopy Group, their tournament never ends. They continue to use their 16 different companies to match you with the company providing the best coverage at the best price, and they do this year in and year out. Get in the game. Contact the Canopy Group and get them working on your brackets. Bracketology isn't foolproof. The sure bet is on the Canopy Group, saving you an average of $810 on your home and auto insurance annually. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. 
musical interlude brought to you by the Krabby Coffee Shop, <laughs> where we don't bitch and yell at you and tell you everything that's wrong with the world. We have a little fun, a few laughs, and uh, a little seltzer in your pants. Try to. Every week we try to take a dig at management, which is uh, always fun and ill-advised. But we don't like uh, necessarily doing the show, and we figure the only way to get fired from doing the show is to take a swing at management. Again, the Krabby Coffee Shop, new episodes every Wednesday on the Garage Logic the, Network. Uh, the other nice thing about the show is we take a shot at, well, somebody else on this show, but they never listen anyway, so they yes, don't really care. Always. Yeah, yeah, always. What do you get said every every Wednesday? Uh, before we Thanks. get to John Heights no, news, all of you. <laughs> uh, John Heights news coming up here, uh, but I want to talk about probably a month from now when you're going to be uh, anticipating the very first lawn cutting. The reason you're going to be anticipating that is because you've already hooked up with professionalturf.com. And if you haven't, uh, you got to know the best lawn on the block, even the neighborhood, you're going to get that with the pros at Professional Turf. They've been doing it since 82. Schedule a free in-person lawn care analysis estimate. Do it right now today at ProfessionalTurf.com. And ProTurf is going to send out a seasoned veteran to walk your lawn, determine what it needs, and then set up a program for you that's both slow-release fertilizers and weed killers, safe and guaranteed for success. No more crabgrass, no more dandelions, broadleaf weeds, gone! And it's all just a click away at ProfessionalTurf.com. John Heights News brought to us by ProfessionalTurf.com. But before we get to John, I have a treat for you. Oh, good. Yes. Is it food? Well, you have the you have the uh, NCA March Madness underway. I'll say. Yeah. I got my bracket written out. Uh, did Kamala Harris go to Howard University? Look that up, Brooke. Okay. Did she go to Howard University? I think so. Howard University was defeated. I believe. Soundly. Uh, it'd be nice if you know who beat them. Is it Mo Howard University? Yeah, it's Mo Howard. And, uh, they lost to Kansas. They lost to Kansas handily. Uh, uh, for some reason, Kamala Harris uh, chose to address the team in their locker room. And uh, here it is. Oh, no. You played hard, you played to the very last second. <laughs> you made all us bison so, so proud. You showed the world who bison are. You know, I was at Howard back in the day where we were just happy that there was a game. <laughs> Much less getting to this place, right? And I see bison literally all over the world and we've been talking about you, this team. You make us so proud. So I know you may not be feeling great right now, okay? But know who you are. <laughs> you are excellence. Okay, I have an assignment for GLers. I want them to look up the hockey coach from Letter. Yes! yes! And you will get what that speech <laughs> should have Sounded like bleeping terrible. <laughs> you don't have to do that. And then he would Give, go to the Boost Boudreaux speech to the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, same <laughs> thing. It's not a speech unless a trash can gets thrown or kicked across the room. Bleeping embarrassing. <laughs> What's that word for when she slips into dialect? What am I uh, thinking? She she oh, appropriating like, a culture. You're cult, no, she cultural approach. She pretended there for a minute she was black. 
Yeah, it's cultural yeah. appropriation. Yeah, and she's. Uh, In case you were wondering, uh, Howard was edged ninety six to sixty eight. And so these poor kids, a lot of them are seniors, their careers are done, and they're sitting there with their heads down, and this blabbering this meathead comes rocking comes in. in. and talks to them like third you, graders. And, you kids are losers. Yeah. Some of you just played your last game as a loser. You will never yeah. forget that you are losers. It should have been something along this those lines. This clip, when it first circulated, you know, got you a lot of attention. Have you established this yet? That she went to Howard? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, did. she said she did. Yeah. Yeah. So when this clip surfaced over the weekend, you, you'll you see it, too, where she makes sure that she gets in position so the cameras are, are right on her before she gives this rousing speech. She is... Why is she so dreadfully unlikable? Kansas did smoke them. Um, she was booed by the crowd when they put her on the big screen. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, Kamala Harris is booed by March Madness crowd. I just want to know who thought that was a good idea. I don't who know. Who at Howard said, you know what the uh, boys her, need? Her press agent. That's who. Probably. Yeah. Because I don't see anybody that's not ripping the crap out of this on social media. Here's John Height in his newsroom. I thought you'd enjoy that treat. That was... Uh, I don't understand why she talks to everybody like they're third right. graders. I, don't I think that's I one don't. of the reasons, Joe. Uh, oh, she's she's sated. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this uh, update brought to you, as Kenny told you, by professionalturf.com. They'll be doing my lawn again this year for the third year in a row, and it looks beautiful. Uh, in the news, negotiations continue today between St. Paul and three unions representing public works employees. If they're unable to come to an agreement, more than 100 city workers could walk off the job as soon as tomorrow at a time when, well, as you probably know, there's a lot of work ahead to fix the roads up after this long winter. The workers, all from the Parks, Water, and Public Works departments, are responsible for plowing snow, filling potholes, and other duties around the city. The workers voted to authorized a strike passed on March 8th following their contract expiring at the end of 2022. City of Stillwater will give an update on preparations for potential spring flooding today. That meeting will cover the spring flooding forecast, scheduling for constructing a temporary dike, parking lot closures, sandbagging operations, and overall security. It'll all happen tonight, 6.30 at the Stillwater City Hall. With flood risks this year above normal in much of Minnesota and Wisconsin, FEMA is also offering tips to help residents avoid expensive repairs and stay safe. You'd probably like to know what those tips are, wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah. But thank you. I was hoping somebody right, would ask a question. You know what nah, tips are. I'm good. <laughs> Homeowners should know where the gas, water, and electrical shutoff switches are located on their house. Okay, got that. They're advised to stay in tune with the latest weather updates and form an emergency communications plan with other folks that live in the house with you. Okay. A step should be taken to waterproof your basement. Some proactive measures include installing a water alarm. and Did Kamala Harris write this? Yeah. Who doesn't know all this crap already? More information on flood preps and flood insurance can be found by visiting floodsmart.com. Go back to Kamala for a moment. Uh, you know there are people who would love to tell her you you've got to change your public demeanor. It's just it's silly. You're you're you, and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Which suggests to me that no one can get to her. Yeah. Well, hasn't she just peeled through staff left yes. and right because no but, one can stand? So working that with that her. means one of two things: either people are afraid to tell her this. 
or these third rail people are so thoroughly insulated, people quite literally cannot get to her to tell her I bet it's a combination of both, in all honesty. Because there's got to be some people that care for her. I, I don't know who that would or be. Is it You'd who, think her own husband would say that to her. Or is it who put a question mark in the teleprompter? Yeah. They're no. setting her up to sound like Suge, an idiot. Husbands know better than to bring well, that true. up. That's yeah, true. No, yeah, we're, not, on, we're not going down that road. Just <laughs> let them go. Let them go. Let her go. She's rolling. Does she have a friend who would say, hey, you're a moron, uh, Kamala. You sound like a complete idiot. Uh, apparently she doesn't. Well, how about even somebody at uh, maybe at the top echelon where the president resides? Yeah. Wouldn't they say, listen, Kamala, here's what you got to do. Right. You, you would think that. Don't you think, though, working with the president, they got their own set of issues? Well, they do. They <laughs> pointed in the right direction. No, go, the Easter Bunny's over that way, yeah. president. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh? Ah. Remember that scam? That was the best. Oh, come over here. <laughs> Woodbury police arrested four suspects Saturday night for a string of carjackings that day around the metro. Of those arrested, three were adults, one was a juvenile. Officers located a stolen vehicle about 5 in the afternoon in the 9100 block of Hudson Road. The four people in the vehicle were suspected of multiple armed carjackings in the metro and an ammo theft in Woodbury. Officers arrested three people at the vehicle, one ran away. According to police, a pistol and assault rifle were located inside the vehicle. After a prolonged search and a tip from a citizen, officers did find and arrest the fourth suspect on Jade Trail in Lake Elmo. The four suspects booked into the Washington County Jail. The investigation is still active into all those carjackings. What does that mean in ammo, like an ammunition store? You said it was an no, ammo? they just found I, some bullets. Okay. In a car, I think. Uh, oh, okay. When I got out of it, anyway. Got it. Although still above pre-pandemic levels, violent crime has decreased this year in Minneapolis, and city leaders are saying community engagement is among the factors, part of the reason. Compared with the first two and a half months of 2022, violent crime down in every major category. According to Minneapolis Crime Dashboard data, through March 19th, 2023, the city has had fewer assaults, homicides, thefts, robberies, carjackings, and injuries by gunfire. Uh, Safety uh, coordinator, community coordinator, Cedric Alexander. Joey always uh, say we we haven't heard from him in a while. My man, Cedric. He's still there. He told Five Eyewitness News, our buddies downstairs, the decrease in violent crime can be attributed to the police department's efforts to work more closely with community groups, violence interrupters, and the downtown council. Reverend Jerry McAfee, who heads up 21 Days of Peace in Minneapolis, told KSTP there's been great collaboration and better communications between community groups and the MPD, which has helped improve trust between community members and police. Operation Endeavor, which was launched by the police department last fall, involved a crackdown on criminal hotspots with the help of the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office and several federal investigative agencies. It's something Alexander says will continue as the warmer weather arrives and crime increases. Uh, and, uh, this was on the news last night, and about three minutes later, it was breaking news of a shooting on First Avenue <laughs> near the fine line. Timing right. is everything. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say, because when I read this story, I said, well, this isn't, people are taking this as a reason to celebrate. That's not at all well, what we should be doing. Well, they're looking for reasons. The little guy's going to send the press out to f- cover this every time he gets a new statistic. Yeah. 
Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport preparing for a spring break passenger surge by adding more parking, more venues, and staff to meet demand this year. Brian Reichs is the CEO of the Metropolitan Airports Commission. He says MSP expects one of its busiest spring break seasons in several years as increased passenger demand continues to fuel aviation's ongoing recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic. In 2022, five out of the top 20 busiest days at MSP occurred during the spring break travel period. This year, the TSA expects national spring break passenger volumes to rival pre-pandemic levels. MSP projecting overall passenger volumes in 2023 to increase by 10%. Is it already a GOAT rodeo, Rook? Uh, yes, people are seriously flying. Yep. It's, everything's, everything is full. Formerly well-connected Republican donor accused of plying vulnerable teenage girls with cash, liquor, and gifts goes on trial starting tomorrow on those federal charges of sex trafficking minors. Anton Tony Lazaro is charged with seven counts involving commercial sex acts with five minors ages 15 and 16 in 2020 when he was 30 years old. His indictment touched off a political firestorm that led to the downfall of Jennifer Carnahan as chair of the Republican Party in Minnesota. His co-defendant, Gisela Medina, who formerly led the college Republicans chapter at the University of St. Thomas, pleaded guilty to two counts last year. She's co cooperating with prosecutors and will testify against him. She faces sentencing in August. Lazaro is denying the sex trafficking allegations. He says the government targeted him for political reasons and because of his wealth. Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gelber announced a curfew last night after two fatal shootings over the weekend on Ocean Drive amid an influx of spring breakers and out-of-city Some of those videos are insane that I saw over the weekend, John. You're talking about mm -hmm. Miami Beach. Yeah, it's yep, nuts yep. what's going on down there. The mayor said, as I've said many times, we don't ask for spring break in our city. We don't want spring break in our city. It's too rowdy, brings too much disorder, and it's simply too difficult to police. He added both shootings were between visitors to Miami Beach and did not involve our residents. Galbert put a curfew into effect that started at 11.59 last night, lasted through 6 this morning. The city announced in a press release the city manager will probably impose an additional curfew uh, coming up through next, uh, this upcoming Thursday through next Monday, March 27th. Did They've been guys, lumberjacked, uh, huh? Yeah. Did you guys see the picture of Peggy Flanagan with a shirt that had a knife on it? Sure did, Joe. On the news? I don't it was a, it originated on Twitter. What was the knife? What was the point of the knife? It, the, it was the T-shirt read "Trans Kids" or "Trans Lives Matter." I think it was "Kids." Trans kids matter. Yeah, and it had a knife in it. Was the knife for cutting off the Johnson? Uh, hey now, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. But that's our lieutenant governor. I don't care for her, Lou. No, no. Well, the indictment no, of Donald John, Trump. No, John. Uh -huh. I want to tell you first. I want to tell you something. Oh, I'm sorry. Get your cheap ass to Moeller. <laughs> Buy your yeah, wife. <laughs> That's hell of a marketing slogan. Get John. over there. Get yeah. your cheap get ass over to Get over to, to RF Moeller Jeweler <laughs> in St. Paul, Ford and Cleveland, or in Edina at 50th and France. Family owned and operated in the Twin Cities since 1951. It's my only jewelry store. You don't have to be cheap to go there. But I've just given Height some grief because I think it's, his wife is due for, a, I think, what, an anniversary ring coming up? Uh, yeah, in, in a month or two. Graduation? A yeah. couple months. You know, engagement? 
They got it. Sapphires, rubies, gemstones, diamonds. Oh, man, they got some beautiful stuff. And if you want to design your own engagement ring, they have artisans on hand with computer programs. Okay. They're up to date. They're up to date. They know what they're doing. Right. And uh, wonderful staff. I use the staff. You don't need a, You don't need one of the owners, although they're helpful, too. They're helpful, too. But it's RF Moeller Jeweler, the only jewelry store I've ever used. It's the only one I ever will. In fact, I just got some secret, double secret orders of something I have to, uh, to get uh, coming up. So uh, they've been celebrating love since 1951. com, John. You know, Joe and I were just talking about how great it is to have a new partner here in Garage Logic, and I'm talking about Anderson Brothers Outdoors. It's a really cool story. The owners are two brothers, Christoph and Justin, and they started the business back when they were in junior high school, just mowing lawns around the neighborhood, and they kept at it, and they worked really hard, and now they have grown into a premier outdoor living business. Anderson Brothers Outdoors is a full design and build outdoor construction company. So whether you're interested in a custom natural wood or composite deck, a paver patio, hardscaping pools, outdoor kitchens, or you've got something else in mind, they're going to look forward to creating the outdoor space that you desire. And they'll consult with you and design your dream outdoor living space. You get to take a look at a personalized 3D rendering of the design prior to the project start. And you got to look at some of their amazing work that they've done. Go to their website, Anderson Bros, B-R-O-S, AndersonBrosOutdoors.com and check out everything that they have to offer. Please, when you make your reservation with Christoph and Justin, let them know that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Chance of rain and rain changing to snow numerous times this week. It's the heart attack style snow. And as GLers, we like to be on top of our space management game, no matter what time of year it is. And right now, it's go time. Hey, hey. Time to finally buy. That's double guns. It's go time. (laughs) Yeah. Let's uh, get that snow, a Toro snowblower in your garage during the spring sale on both the Toro Power Clear single stage blowers and the Power Max two stage blowers at Tri State, Little Canada, Hudson, Burnsville. These are the best deals of the year. And whichever one you opt for, I promise you, you're going to look forward to the next snowfall with these Toro snowblowers. Same deal with the zero turn mowers from Toro. These things not only cut mowing time, but they make mowing fun. And Tri-State has the best pricing on select previous model years. The Time Cutter and Titan Zero Turn mowers ranging from 42 to 60 inches. Discounts from 10 to 20%. Um, Be sure to tell them you're a GLer when you go in uh, to any one of the Tri-State locations. Burnsville, Little Canada, and Hudson. And you can see everything they sell at TriStateBobcat.com. Here's back to Johnny. John, your mic's off. John, you got to turn your mic on. I was, Testing. I was muted. One yeah, Some one people two. would probably like that. Yeah. Well, the indictment of Donald Trump in New York. Can you mute appears, your mic again? It appears imminent. Attorneys for Trump this morning filed a sweeping 483-page legal motion asking a Georgia court to block any report from the Fulton County Special Grand Jury and any evidence the grand jury may find. That news comes just hours after reports that District Attorney Fran Willis in Georgia could be considering RICO or conspiracy and racketeering charges against Trump. Watchers 
of the proceedings say Trump's infamous call to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger included a whole series of false claims, threats, and efforts to drag Raffensperger into a conspiracy. Trump's filing says the grand jury was conducted under an unconstitutional statute through an illegal and unconstitutional process. This will never result in anything. This will only make him more popular. He predicts his own arrest and is... Uh, He's calling for it. Telling his supporters We've reached to banana protest. republic territory. Ukraine awaits President Xi Jinping's visit to the Kremlin this week with apprehension, fearing that China may ultimately decide to supply its strategic ally, Russia, with arms influencing the outcome of the war. Beijing seeks to depict itself as a neutral party to the conflict, neither condemning nor explicitly supporting the Russian offensive. Uh, meanwhile, speaking of Russia, remember the train derailment in Ohio last month? Oh, yes, what an interesting story this yeah, is. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. A lot of folks were worried about the aftermath, and part of the reason, anonymous pro-Russian accounts started spreading misleading claims and anti-American propaganda about it on Twitter, using Elon Musk's new verification system to expand their reach while creating the illusion of credibility. The accounts, which parroted Kremlin talking points with, on myriad topics, claimed without evidence that authorities in Ohio were lying about the true impact of the chemical spill. The accounts spread fear-mongering posts that preyed on legitimate concerns about pollution and health effects and compared the response to the derailment with America's support for Ukraine following its invasion of Russia. Some of the, uh, by Russia, excuse me, some of the claims pushed by the pro-Russian accounts were verifiably false, like suggestions that the news media had covered up the disaster or that environmental scientists traveling to the site had been killed in a plane crash. But most were more speculative, seemingly designed to stoke fear and distrust. Examples include unverified maps showing widespread pollution, posts predicting an increase in fatal cancers, and others about unconfirmed mass animal die-offs. The accounts were identified by Reset, a London-based nonprofit that studies social media's impact on democracy. Felix Carte, a senior advisor at Reset, said the report's findings indicate Twitter is allowing Russia to use its platform like a bullhorn. Twitter did not respond to messages seeking comment on the story. It's just proving Suits right, is oh, that's what, what yeah. that story was. That's all I could think about when I read it. Yeah, old Joe might have a good idea there. Yep. Yeah. On Saturday, For a million dollars. Do you have any idea what Kenny's talking about? Mm -mm. <laughs> I knew it. I what the? What? What well, are you doing, uh, Joe? You know, Joe. You know how you always say it. You I drifted off. Any news from Twitter. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. I drifted well, off, Kenny. When you were saying that, I'm looking at Joe's face. I'm like he has no idea. What I, the hell I drifted, drifted off, <laughs> and you bitch at me because I'm watching a movie and yeah. an old Johnny Carson rerun. <laughs> And I, I, I oh, oh. I the story, the story confirm, confirms a point you make once a week at least. At which least. is, just, just, trimmer, trimmer, tr Twitter, Twitter's not good. Well, okay, <laughs> well, well, let's boil it down to that. Twitter's not good. Yeah, yeah. bad. <laughs> wow. That drifted wow. Twitter. Paul oh, Reavers today is the mayor. Joe Watch Suchere. the bobber there, Gramps. I'm never, Joe. ever going to feel bad when you scold me at this point. Ever. No. Sorry. No. Ever. No. Drifted Fellas, off. I think we have to have a five o'clock meeting with the host. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he'll stay engaged oh. for it. On, when on would that be? Five? Five? Five, yeah. 
<laughs> on Saturday, Michigan State Police were forced to shut down all lanes of traffic on I-96 near Ionia County. Uh, some really weird video of this. Whiteout condition caused a pileup of dozens of cars. The initial crash happened at 4.40 in the afternoon, but I-96 wasn't reopened until 10 p.m. as police struggled for hours to clear between 50 to 100 cars from the road. Thankfully, injuries were reported, but none serious and no reported casualties. Whiteout conditions came on pretty suddenly, drastically reducing visibility, according to drivers involved in the pileup. Making matters worse, a lot of drivers reportedly had their lights off, making it nearly impossible to see cars ahead. Uh, they didn't say how many people were injured in the pileup, but there were enough crashes that buses were taking people to a temporary warming and a reunification center at a nearby church. Some folks stuck in their cars for hours, by the way, and uh, took first responders a while to get there because of the mess. Uh, while that was happening, uh, Kenny, what do you think of this? People were getting out of their cars. And I, was just, I was just waiting for you to pause so I could preach. Yep. Stay in your car, please. Stay buckled in and in your car. Yeah. My, I told you this before. My kid uh, and her guy... Drove here one Christmas from the Carolinas. Yep. Got stuck in a 24-hour delay in their car in a blizzard. Oof. And the next day when they could move again, there was row after row after row all the way down the freeway of snowmen that had been built. Because oh. everyone was stranded. By, by the families <laughs> that let their kids out and build snowmen. Oh, wow. Yeah, very, very different. What are you doing? Festive, but what are you doing? And then, and then all of those kids got wet, and the car ran out of gas, and right. they ended up freezing to death. Probably. The end. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> Merry Christmas. End, yeah. <laughs> Good night, Surprise. kids. Surprise <laughs> ending. They never got kids. to grandma's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they were forced to eat Rudolph. Right. <laughs> Rupert Murdoch is getting married again. Murdoch and girlfriend Anne Leslie Smith are engaged just seven months after the News Corp chair reached a divorce settlement with his now ex-wife, Jerry Hall. This will be the 92-year-old's fifth marriage. What science Jeez. is this guy using? Such, I know guys that have been married to one person and they say that they would never get married again if yeah. something were to happen. What the hell is wrong with this guy? He must not ever want to be alone. He doesn't want to be exactly. alone. Exactly. Yeah. We lost a uh, fine actor over the weekend. I don't know if you guys saw this. Lance Reddick dying unexpectedly oh, yeah. of natural causes at the age of 60. In a very busy career working both in films and television roles, distinctive voice and cadence, also voiced characters in video games and cartoons. Best known probably as Lieutenant Cedric Daniels in the HBO series The Wire. He played a Baltimore cop in that who tried to stay on the good side of things and get his officers to do good police work. Past couple of years, he was police chief Irvin Irving on Bosch, and moviegoers may know him from his role in the various John Wick movies, including uh, John Wick 4, which is uh, coming out, I believe, later this month or else in April. Well, there's uh, no was, such thing as natural causes when you're 60. I was going to say this. Well, he had to have a heart attack. That's right. right. But, yeah. I mean, come on. Give him, give him 90 for a natural cause. Right. And, and if you've seen him, he was in great physical condition. Well, you know, you know what, John? No, not the hour. Okay. You really don't know, do you? No. You don't know. You never know when you're going to tip out of the canoe, go face first into the mashed potatoes, and end up looking at the wrong side of the grass. That's right. There you go. Wow. The New Mexico Department of Game and Fish is hiring professional bear huggers. Well, I could do that. Bear, bear. Like a big bear, bear. hugger? No, I mean like a big bear yeah, hugger. Yeah, they want to hug them. 
The department is looking for conservation officers who are willing to work hands-on with wildlife in New Mexico. New Mexico Department of Game and Fish's candidates must have the ability to hike in strenuous conditions, have the courage to crawl nope. into a bear den, nope. and have the trust in your coworkers to keep you no. safe during the no. process. No, 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 See no. you. <laughs> the deadline to apply for the position is Thursday, March 30th, and applications can be submitted in the department's website, wildlife.state.mn.us. Educational requirements include a Bachelor of Science degree. Educational or a, requirements? Oh, yeah, yeah. you got to have a you BS. College education, yep. Did you, you read did you, any novels by C.J. Box? Have you no. heard that name? I'm reading one now. Uh, he's got a character named Joe Pickett, who's a game warden in Colorado, my, where I live. In, in I thought Colorado. you were Wyoming. I thought you lived in Wyoming. Whoops. Oh, that's right. He went one state too far. Uh, no, he's in, <laughs> he he's in Wyoming. He drifted off. He's in Wyoming. forgot where he lived. Where, where I now live in Wyoming. Remember that? And I think if I had it to do over again, I'd want to be a game warden. Oh, my God. Yeah. Could you Too imagine? Too old now, but I'd like to be a game warden. <laughs> John, the, the one Joe. qualification they left out is you also have to be able to... Uh, uh, be ready to burst into Shorty Johansson's fish house as he's hunched over the third hole. <laughs> huh. It's an elegant sight. Wow. Yeah. Warden! Hello! Shorty! <laughs> Shorty in there? What's the bear uh, hugger position page, John? Did you give that? I did not have a, uh, a uh, salary on that, mm. Chris. I'm sorry. What are we no. going to do? Uh, hug them? No, it's just well, a you're going to get the Cubs. It's, you probably get the Cubs, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's that'd probably be one one thousandth of the job, I would guess. I would say every so. every mom wants a law enforcement officer to come into the maternity ward there right. or the, the kids' room and then take the you yeah, know the sure. little kid out of there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Mom might be a bit owly. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, as we know, as we grow older, the hair in our nose. On our ears, everywhere gets a little deal? thicker yep. and fast. Yeah, I'm, really uh, fast. I'm hearing about that quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are some warnings out there now because apparently one of the new things that's very popular out there is nose waxing. I don't do that. No, Wait, no what? Either. I'm not doing you, that. You twirl them up? Don't you need those no. hairs to prevent getting colds and stuff? Yeah, they're not. Aren't they yeah, well, part you of do, the plan? Yeah. Twirl them up like a mustache? Don't, don't get ahead of the story, Joe. Uh, yeah, well, no, Kenny, waxing, you know, waxing. Oh, you, I, I see what you're doing here. You're reeling me in, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> like he's Raleigh Fingers. Yeah, like yeah, a exactly. Raleigh Fingers thing coming exactly. out of your nose. That's, that's, that's the out. first thing I thought. <laughs> the, wa the waxing can cause some problems. Uh, it can cause skin tenderness and redness. That can leave the nose very sore uh, on the inside. And uh, it can also, as Joe said, increase one's risk of ingrown hairs, weakened immunity, and skin damage. Because should germs make their way into the body through damaged skin, it can also go. increase the risk of infection. Uh -huh. One such infection, nasal vestibulitis, oh. can occur when staph... Oh, God. Staphylococcus bacteria enter the body. Hey, Whew. teacher, leave them hairs alone. Yeah. How come women don't have nose hair? <laughs> teacher, leave them hairs They do. They, they just do? pluck it. Hey, oh, teacher. I've never seen any nose hair hey, on a woman. teacher, leave them hairs alone. That's what I was singing. 
Those hair, great those, Pink Floyd song. What the? Those hairs also help filter impurities before they can enter the body. See, that's uh, my thought, John, and I, I yeah, resent uh-huh. being told to get yeah, rid but of those hairs. We don't want them dangling over your lip and getting caught in your coffee. Well, I get a scissors you, out once in a while. Get rid of those. What about so you have a nose trimmer? Look at yeah, look do. at the monitor suits. Yeah, I am. Do this. Run your finger up and down the bridge of your nose. Yeah. Do you feel any fur on there? No. Fur. Mine grow <laughs> so fast, I have to shave it once a week. You have to shave your nose? The top, this part. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, got and you know what? You're a tweezers, sick human yeah. being. Sometimes... Sometimes I can see them that get so long. I don't have that. Yeah, I have that problem also, but you got to use the tweezers. Kid. Is that when you kind of go cross-eyed when you're looking at your nose yeah. and you're looking yeah. at your... Yeah. It's like, what the hell is that? You start scratching your... It's not yeah. on your glasses. It's coming out of your nose. And as I get older, they used to be black and I could see them in other white, so... Where's the party? So embarrassing. I hate getting old. Moral deal. Moral of this story... Trim your nose hair. I guess, but not so much as that, that you would. Uh, you don't want to get a cold because of your uh, absence of nose hair. That's right. they're they're, yeah, they're part of the nature's plan. Just trim the one sticking out. That's all. That's all yeah. you need to do. Right. Right. Yeah. You don't need to go completely. Thank shaved. you, John. You don't need to go You're completely welcome. shaved. No, Bald. you don't. No, no, no. But I'll tell yeah. you what. Since they have a great segue here from yeah, nose hairs to charity, <laughs> huh? You really. There's, I'm just going to plow through this with if the. If anybody can do it, you can. Okay. Well, I will tell you. I do have a message today about Minnesota Masonic Charities. From time to time. Uh, they would highlight organizations and, and that they support. So I'd like to highlight Crescent Crove. It's a wonderful organization that offers care and support to children and young adults with shortened life expectancy. I can't imagine that anybody has to go through that. And if you do, you're worried about costs, about spending time with that child. I'll tell you what, uh, they really help out. Crescent Crove does a great job. Uh, around the United States, there are over 4,700 hospice homes for adults. But the Crescent Crove at Respite and Hospice Home for Kids in Minnesota is the first one designed just for children and their unique needs. And just a third of its kind in the United States. A vibrant and joyful home away from home. Their goal is to help families feel embraced, assured, and celebrate. So check out their website, MN. MasonicCharities.org or go to Crescent Grove and find out how the Minnesota Masonic Charities help them out with an annual grant. So do yourself a favor, go to the website CrescentCove.org or MNMasonicCharities.org as well. Thank you. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. Reavers here once again for the best in the business, and that is Hofferman Water, an independent water treatment dealer. They offer sales, service, and rental options for Kinetical Water Treatment Systems. And you might be asking yourself, well, what if I'm not in the market right now? Well, you should be, because your water stinks at your house. You need to upgrade like I did years ago. Look at this, Joe, right here. Fresh Look, from my own house. I won't drink the swill out right here. Through it. it looks very clear. clear see? Maybe I should yep. do the show see like right this from now on. Anyway, uh, give them a call today. 952-894-4040. That's their website. And I got to tell you, if you're thinking about making the change, I do it right now because spring is always their busiest time of the year. So 952-894-4040 or... Better yet, just go to their website, HoffermanWater.com. You go on their website, you can see everything that they have, whether you're looking for a drinking water system, an odor filtration system, or just a brand
brand new water softener that got you taken care of at Hofferman Water. And they have been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Make your appointment and please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic podcast. You'll recall that uh, a law, a, a judge appeared before law students at Stanford. And they were, their, their diversity director was so excited to have something to do. She rushed in there and said, you're hurting the kids because yeah. he was appointed by Trump or whatever. And, and they created this false grieve, grieving. Uh, those, the name, uh, those kids are now demanding that newspapers hide their names and obscure their oh, faces. Oh, I saw that, yes. Well, because they're afraid now that uh, the real life might catch up to them. They wouldn't get a job. Uh, That's Jordy, not how it works. <laughs> as Jordy notes, their names and pictures should be plastered over every legal journal in America for the next 10 years, and then they can use their worthless degree to get a job at Starbucks. They uh, they should have their names and faces reported. They're they're not qualified to become attorneys, hmm. and but they're they're in that failed academy. Damn it! But what what are we missing here? Accountability. Yeah. Only because they come to us. Yes. All the way. We done away. From Marloth Park in Umpumalanga, South Africa, from the traveling linemans at WorldwideWaftage.com, on this day in 1858. I'm ashamed you didn't mention spring once today. Today's the first day of spring. Oh, that's right. Didn't we become a state in 1858? Yep, and Candy, County was established. Huh. At first poetic. comprising only the southern half of its present area. In 1870, the county absorbed its northern neighbor, Monongalia County. What are your C counties? C? <laughs> or, uh... Cook. Chippewa. How do you spell candy, Ohio? To irritate the living audience. Honest to God. Joe, you know, Joe, if you'd watch the monitor, he even gave us one of these, like, watch oh, this. Oh, yeah. Well, he got me, didn't he? <laughs> Spelled C A N D Y O H. Candy, Ohio is a Dakota name for lakes in the county, meaning where the buffalo fish comes. It's where the world's huh. largest candy store is. Hmm. Huh. On this day in 1920, March 20th, W.E.B. Du Bois gave a lecture in St. Paul, sponsored by the local chapter of the NAACP. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, known for some malapropism, sometimes the uh, CP, uh, who always fills out a bracket for the uh, basketball oh, no. tournament, calls it the, uh, calls it the NAACP tournament. <laughs> it's, it's the NCAA. Oh, okay. <laughs> she yeah. misspoke. Right. On this day in 1992. Well, she is a lefty. Yep. <laughs> on this day in 1992. March 20th. During World War II, the surviving crew members of the U.S. Army Air Corps bombing raid on Tokyo, led by Lieutenant Colonel Jimmy Doolittle, gathered in Red Wing. They were joined by Chinese villagers who had rescued some of the airmen after they crashed or parachuted into the nearby sea or China after the attack, organized by a Red Wing area resident who had led an expedition to China in 1990 to try to recover remains of the raid bombers. Their reunion also honored Doolittle, who was unable to attend. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that, if I was in charge of this day in history, that wouldn't have made it. 
Oh, come Not on. Really. I think they had to take off, correct me if I'm wrong, off an aircraft carrier. And the reason they crashed is because they didn't have enough fuel to get back. And they knew ahead of time that they no. were going to crash. It's a fascinating story. I'm sure it is, Kenny. That's not why it wouldn't have made the list because oh, of me. Why? why? Because nobody was able to go to it. Oh. <laughs> well, well Jimmy, uh, Jimmy died the year after, and he was already in his 90s, so <laughs> Jimmy couldn't make well, it. Come well, on, plus, let's... they were joined by Chinese villagers in Rochester. Huh? Does sure. Rochester what? have... I don't know. Red Wing, well, I mean, Red Wing. Traveled. Did they don't bring over they some Chinese villagers? Well, well yeah, don't you think? Let's be honest here, Joe. If they were going to have a party to celebrate us somewhere, yeah. we'd, pro we'd probably wouldn't show up, would right. we? Right. <laughs> we'd barely go to our own over. live events. <laughs> 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 they have to pay us before we go. <laughs> oh, there's some exciting news of one coming up this summer, but I'm not prepared to... Uh, <gasps> To announce that, yes. Really? Uh, yeah. Because yeah. you know what? From now on, we ain't appearing anywhere except in theaters or theater-like venues. Theater. 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 That's if we go to Fulda. Theater. What, be the theaters. Theater. theater. Yeah. Thank you, GLers, and welcome to spring. It's the first day of spring. Summer. Five o'clock, right? 5.45 or something like that? Five four, uh, four, four, right around now. Yes, sometime. John. Let me mention quickly, uh, I looked up a story on it. They flew five of the rescuers in from okay, China, wonderful. villagers who helped uh, find the U.S. That Airman. cleared it up for me. Down. Thank you very yes. much. Sure. Well, thank you for clearing that up. Let me clear some stuff up for you via <laughs> podcast. Go to Pod MN on your smartphone to find a library of podcasts that will suit you and entertain you and educate you. That's Pod MN on your smartphone. Flip over to GarageLogic.com to learn more about the Garage Logic Town Council for ten bucks a month or one hundred and twenty, one hundred dollars a year. We're saving twenty bucks there. You can sign up for all sorts of pleasantries when you're a member of the Garage Logic Town Council. Then click over to the online store to find out what wonderful garb from Garage Logic we have and subscribing to YouTube on the Garage Logic YouTube channel. Super easy. Man, that's a mouthful. Mouthful of chaw. Using Seafoam motor treatment in your fuel tank gives you one less thing to worry about this summer. A lot of people might not realize that most preventable engine problems actually start in the fuel system. Seafoam cleans harmful gum and varnish from the entire fuel system. And helping your uh, engine run better, start faster, and last longer. Seafoam works that same magic on all your cylinders. Whether it's gas or diesel, a one-lunger or 12, Seafoam is the ticket. As GLers, we support fossil fuels, freedom, and the love of cylinders. Know that you're doing your part to make sure your engine is running clean and great. You can find it anywhere, uh, and the true believers actually keep an extra car uh, can in the car. Truly a wonderful product in a world of bad gas, Seafoam.